The Furry Scurry is the Dumb Friends League annual event to help raise funds for this shelter. This year it's going to be a little different. Just a little hint, your cats can be included this year. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. On this Stay at Home episode, I talk with Maya Brousseau with the Dumb Friends League. Mouthful is sponsored by ccfdocumentation.com. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. The Dumb Friends League is an animal shelter in Colorado. Every year at this time, they hold an event known as the Furry Scurry. It is a walk to help raise funds for the shelter. It is a great event. People come out with their dogs, they walk, there's events afterwards, there's contests. It's a great time had by all. But this year they're doing it a little different. The Furry Scurry is going virtual. Joining me now is Maya Brousseau with the Dumb Friends League to give us all the details. We also dive into the other services they offer. Here's Maya. Sure, the Dumb Friends League is the largest animal welfare organization in the Rocky Mountain region. Each year we care for more than 21,000 homeless pets and horses in the uh, community. We not only adopt out animals, but we also provide them with additional services and care that they might need before they can become available for adoption. We have a we have a center that is called the Leslie Balloon Center in Denver. We have the Buddy Center in Castle Rock. We also have our Harmony Equine Center in Franktown. We have a Solutions Cat Spay Neuter Clinic, Mobile Spay Neuter Clinics, and a low cost animal hospital. So things. <laughs> At this time in our history, the stay-at-home quarantines, how is Dumb Friends League handling that right now? So, you know, we've had to, like everyone else, we've had to make changes to how we're operating. We've had to make shifts in what we're doing. So we made the decision in March to suspend adoptions temporarily. So while we did close adoptions, we have remained open for our pet admissions area, our lost and found services, and our end of life services for pets. So uh, we're still providing vital services to the community during this time. We're just unfortunately not able to do adoptions right now. We're looking at, a, at new alternatives for how we can handle adoptions in a contactless way and be able to still connect people and pets. Did you just complete the new construction on the Quebec Center? So there's still some construction happening. If you drive by, uh, if you if we're over on Quebec Street, that's our Leslie Malone Center. Uh, we opened a new section last summer where this was our new dog adoptions area, plus our pet admissions area was also new. Uh, very, very cool areas. When we do open back up to the public, I'd love for people to come in and see it. It's really, really cool. But the... Um, there is additional construction that's still happening that will affect our foster department or veterinary services. So when you drive by, you'll definitely see things, uh, you know, fenced off and construction and things like that happening. And when you do reopen your adoptions, you will be putting that on your social media, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've asked people to kind of keep an eye on our social media, on our website, ddfl.org. We'll have information there when things open, when we make new changes. We've been really trying to keep people updated with what's happening. Are you looking for fosters right now? 
Right now, we're not looking for additional foster parents. Um, we thankfully had a huge outpouring of people. We had more than 2,000 people reach out to want to become new foster parents, in addition to the foster parents we already had on our roster. So we've been so fortunate to have people that really want to help pets during this time. I want to assure everybody that the pets that are still in the shelter, we have staff there every day who's taking really great care of all of those animals, making sure they're getting all of the loving and walks. And then, of course, you know, any medication and things like that that they need to. At this time of year, the Dumb Friends League usually has their big to-do event. And because of what's happening with the stay-at-home quarantine, it's going to be happening a different way. Tell me about the event coming up. So the Furry Scurry, for anybody who has been fortunate enough to go to the Furry Scurry in the past, it's so much fun. Typically, it draws about 10,000 people and 5,000 dogs out to Wash Park on the first Saturday in May. Um, obviously, right now, it's not safe to have a gathering like that. So we've decided to take the Furry Scurry virtual. So we're still hoping people go out and walk on Saturday, May 2nd to help homeless pets. But we're letting people know that this is your opportunity to walk in your neighborhood, get on your treadmill, take some laps in your backyard, whatever works for you to be able to make this an event for you to still have fun and be able to help homeless pets. And how do people find out about more information? So you can go to furryscurry.org and there you can register. It's $45 for adults, $25 for kids. We do have your Furry Scurry t-shirt that you still get with your registration. And additionally, we are hoping when we are all able to gather safely once again to have kind of a post-event celebration where all of our vendors and sponsors can still come out. You can meet them, get freebies, uh, buy cool stuff for your dog or for your pets and have a chance to experience that part of furry scurry that a lot of people really love. Are you encouraging people who are going to participate in the virtual furry scurry to post on social media? And is there a hashtag that they can use? Yes, absolutely. We want people to get involved on, on Saturday, May 2nd and beyond or now, whenever you want to do it. We have two different hashtags we're using. One is my virtual furry scurry. And then the other is furry scurry 2020. On Saturday, May 2nd, we're going to be having some really fun contests where people can jump on and uh, do like the best trick contest, doppelganger contest and, and costumes are encouraged for that contest. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. And these are some of our, our contests that we've been doing out at the park every year for Furry Scurry. And this is the opportunity to do it in kind of a new fun way. People will be able to upload their photos, put on that hashtag and, um, and share with everybody else what they've got going on. So this will be on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Keep an eye. Yes. Keep an eye on our social channels. We're Dumb Friends League on Instagram and Facebook, and we're at DDFL on Twitter. We'll have stuff up throughout the day. We're going to be kind of going live off and on. Uh, there is a Furry Scurry event on Facebook. And if you, if you respond, yes, that you're going to be attending that event, that's where you're going to see a whole lot of content and also be able to see the contests and all kinds of fun stuff too. Can people get a team together? And can people support that team as long as they walk six feet apart? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or your family can be a team, you know, your family that you're living with. Um, mm -hmm. 
you can, yeah, you can absolutely set up a team, which is really cool. So if you have, you know, you and your coworkers are missing each other, you could maybe do a little like Zoom walk or happy hour right. or something like that right. before <laughs> or after. Um, and that way, yes, you can register, you can raise, you can still raise money. There are fundraising incentives for people who go above and beyond that registration fee where you can earn some pretty cool items uh, that are furry, scurry branded and, and just really cute. And it's just a really fun opportunity for people to kind of get behind a common cause and be able to really make a difference in the lives of all of these pets. We've been caring for so many during this time and we care for so many, even when it's not in the middle of a pandemic. So any help we are so appreciative of, and we hope that people make this as fun as they want. Like <laughs> the sky's the limit for virtual furry scurry. Well, and think about it this way too. Parking's going to be awesome this year. <laughs> Right. People can That's just true. walk outside of their house, put as you know, put yourself on FaceTime or Zoom and off you go. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the things that we get um, that people get frustrated with is the parking down by Wash Park. So this year you don't have to worry about parking. Get a year right. off. <laughs> right. And this year you could bring your cat if you wanted to, if you have that kind of cat. Yeah, you know, well, that, it was funny because uh, we were thinking about the best trick contest. And, you know, obviously, those all the contests usually happen at the park. And so they are dogs only because it's really not a good idea to bring your cat to Furniture <laughs> when there's 5,000 dogs. So we're, we said, you know, any pet, any kind of pet could, could uh, win the best trick contest this year. Who knows? It could right. be. <laughs> it could be an iguana i don't it know why be. or a bearded dragon i love bearded dragons so yeah. i'm sure they have their own uh, their own tricks too right somebody might have an incredibly well-trained hamster or guinea pig or rat <laughs> that could end up blowing away all the dogs <laughs> right and if people want to submit their animal tricks how do they do that so on the day of first grade, on, May, on Saturday, May 2nd, we are going to kind of host contests throughout the day. So when you go to that event page, it'll, it'll happen at a specific time. It'll be say, okay, everybody now on this post, share your best trick videos or a photo of your best trick or whatever. And then um, that's how people will be able to participate in the different contests. We have, let's see, best trick, best tail wag, which is very oh, okay. Uh, the doppelganger, you know, because they say some people look like their pets. Right. <laughs> um, and like I said, costumes are encouraged for that one. Um, and then also, uh, oh, your best coworker, since we know a lot of our pets right now yeah. are our coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, on my personal Facebook page, I've been posting uh, my daily office meeting minutes. <laughs> and it usually involves a dog or a cat or, you know, one or both, you know, depending on who decides to attend the meeting in the kitchen that day. Right. Yeah. It could be a large group meeting. could just be a long one. Depends on what's going on. <laughs> and there's a guy on, I think it, he was on Twitter that uh, made his dog employee of the month every month. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So like all the pictures around him are his dog employee of the month, which I think is absolutely adorable. So you heard it. I don't know if you heard it in the background, but I think everybody's Zoom meetings or virtual meetings have at least one or two dogs barking in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It happens for me. I actually was in the middle of an, a TV interview at my house and one of my cats jumped right on top of my computer <laughs> during the middle of the interview. So, you know, thank well, you. Well, it's, it's apropos for you. Trick. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's apropos for you, though. I mean, we'd kind of look at you different if you didn't have an animal or two barking in the background. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, during this time, can people still contact the Dumb Friends League as far as like the behavior line or if they have any questions? Is that still open? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, you know, we've been we've been kind of putting the message out there. Um, people are so a lot of people are looking for resources right now, you know, especially knowing that, you know, there's a lot of financial uncertainty and um, some people might be scared that they might not be able to keep their pets because they might not be able to afford something. So we're asking people if you are having issues like that, go ahead and give us a call. Um, because, you know, you might be at the point where you're considering possibly relinquishing your pet because you know that that would be what's best for your pet. But we may be able to connect you with resources that could provide you with medical care or food, whatever it is that you need. So you can call us. Um, it's 303-751-5772, just our main phone number. And our staff can help you kind of navigate what you might need at this time. Um, additionally, yes, we do have our behavior helpline. They have been busy. They um, are getting a lot of questions from people. I don't know if it's because people are home and they're seeing new things out of their pets right. that they haven't seen before. Um, but there's, they, there's a wealth of resources also on ddfl.org. So if there's something that you're seeing that seems a little peculiar that, <laughs> that your pet might have picked up on, uh, <laughs> chances are we probably have a resource on our website that can help you figure that out. In all my years of owning cats, I, I guess I've just never spent enough time with them. And when I had knee surgery, I was able to stay home. And all of a sudden, I realized that my cat was sleeping all the time. So I called my mom all panicked. I'm like, all she's doing is sleeping. I don't understand. Is she sick? If she's sick, you need to come and take her and take her to the vet for me because I can't drive. And my mother very calmly said, uh, honey, she's a cat. They sleep 18 hours a day. You're usually not home. You're not seeing them sleep all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, she's sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other nice thing about this time, too, it's a great time to work with your animals as far as training. Yeah, absolutely. There's things that you can do to be able to, um, you know, increase your bond with your pet. Um, clicker training is a great way to be able to do that. We also, I was recently talking to somebody about, um, you know, how do you get your dog exercise? If maybe the weather's not great, or maybe you're not feeling well, or you can't leave the house as much, how can you get, make sure that your dog is getting enough exercise? And I talked to our behavior department, and one of the things that they recommended is this really cool method called um, nose work. And actually, nose work is a sport for dogs, too. And what it does is it teaches them to use their seeking mechanism with their nose rather than with their eyes. So you remove them from the room for just a minute or two, hide treats around corners, under the table, different places, and then encourage them to go looking for those treats using their noses. And when they're using that seeking mechanism like that, they can get so tired. It's really incredible. Like using their brains is so good for them. People think of exercise as only being physical and sometimes don't think about the, the mental side, like that, that mental work that's so good for a lot of dogs, especially your really smart dogs that mm -hmm. tend to be like escape artists and things like that. Your huskies, guys like that. <laughs> so um, then you can also work with it by putting the... Um, 
putting the treats underneath boxes. So they learn to look for the treats under the boxes or put them on different levels on top of a chair instead of underneath it. Some of them are around a corner and some of them are on a windowsill, whatever works for your home. And it's really, really cool. There's some information about nose work on DDFL.org, but um, there's also a lot of other great resources as far as how you can improve your bond with your pet through clicker training, things like that, but also help them with some good mental stimulation during this time. I know during the summer, you have a lot of summer camps for kids to work with the animals and to learn animal behavior and animal training. Are those still on track for happening or are they going to happen online? A lot of that right now is kind of up in the air based on, you know, what happens and what's considered safe. Our uh, human education team has put together some adorable lessons online for people to be able to, to watch things like how to properly meet a new dog, which are huge for small children, how to interact with a cat properly, uh, just about the Dumb Friends League. We call it DDFL 101. Um and so there, they, we do have some of those lessons online on, at ddfl.org right now. Again, it's kind of the same situation. Keep an eye on the website or on our social media channels. We'll keep you updated on what's happening. And those would be perfect right now for people who are homeschooling. Absolutely. It'd be a fun, uh, you know, little fun lesson about pets and animals and helping kids learn to be compassionate adults one day. Right. I would consider it biology, but that's just, you know, just, yeah. that's just me. <laughs> it could be, it could be a lot of different things, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be psychology. <laughs> Are you looking for volunteers or is that on hold until the future or are you looking for volunteers right now? Because a lot of people have been furloughed and so they are looking for things to do. So right now uh, we're not actively looking for additional volunteers. We, when, um, when the stay at home order was put into place and around the same time that we also suspended our adoptions at the same time in order for the safety of our volunteers and our staff, we actually canceled volunteer shifts. So um, volunteers have not been in the shelter as much. We've started to bring a few volunteers in on a very limited basis. Um, probably going to open that up more as the as the restrictions are loosening a little bit. Um, but again, we want to make sure we're keeping our own staff and our volunteers safe during this time. So right now we're not actively seeking out new volunteers, but I know that we are we are always looking for new volunteers when. We're not in a situation like this, of course. Mm -hmm. So um, I still encourage people to, to go to our website and check it out because you'll probably find some great information, number one, about like what we're looking for regarding volunteers, but also maybe come up with some ideas of ways that you can still help pets, even if you can't actually come into the shelter. How can people donate? You're probably not taking tangible items right now. You're probably just taking monetary. How do they donate right now? So you can donate in a lot of different ways. And actually, we are still accepting items. There's a lot of items that we actually really need during this time. So um, one way, you can go to ddfl.org supplies. And on that web, on that page, you'll see a whole list of different items that we specifically need right now during this time. And then 
towards the bottom of that list, you'll see other items that we're kind of regularly looking for. Um, so that's all listed there. There's also an Amazon wish list on that page. And so you could have Amazon just send it directly to us and you don't even have to worry about heading over. As far as supplies, we're doing all of that as contactless. So if you do want to drop something off, you can just drop it off in front of one of our shelters and our staff will pick it up um, as long as it's between the hours of nine to five, seven days a week. Somebody will be there to pick it up for you. Um, Obviously, monetary donations are huge, so you can you can make a donation online at ddfl.org, and uh, you can set it up to be a monthly donation if you want. It can be a one-time donation. It's up to you how you want to make how you want to do that. Two other easy ways uh, that you can make a monetary donation. One is. If you're already shopping for groceries at King Supers, we um, are one of the Supercard charities of choice that you can, you can select. So that way, any of your grocery shopping goes, a portion of that goes towards the Dumb Friends League. And then we also offer that on Amazon. We are uh, one of the Amazon Smile partners. So you can select us as your charity of choice on Amazon Smile and make those Amazon purchases help homeless pets too. And one more time, tell me about the virtual furry scurry. Sure. Virtual Furry Scurry. So Saturday, May 2nd, usually Furry Scurry is uh, a huge dog walk that brings 10,000 people, 5,000 dogs to Wash Park. This year, that's not safe. So we're, we're having people walk when they want, where they want, in their backyard, in their neighborhood, to be able to help homeless pets. Only thing you have to do is register at furryscurry.org to make sure that that walk counts and is helping pets in need. And pets need you now more than ever. And you can invo- you can also get involved with everything you would at a normal furry scurry. You can get involved with the look like your dog or the costume contest or friendliest wag or friendliest tail, best wag ta- tail wag, if I can get that out. And so that would that's all happening on Facebook, correct? Yeah. So if you go to uh, the DDFL. Uh, actually, if you go to the Facebook page, it's just Dumb Friends League on Facebook. You can you can see the event for Furry Scurry, virtual Furry Scurry. If you join the event, say that you're going, you'll be able to follow along with all of the fun things we'll have going on on Saturday, May 2nd. All the contests, like you mentioned, the best tail wag, the best trick, um, doppelganger. So if you and your dog look alike or you and your cat look alike. Cats can enter this year. That's what's so exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can, you can uh, follow along with all of the fun on Saturday. The other thing, though, I do want to note is that if Saturday, for some reason, doesn't work for you, if, or if the weather's not great where you are or something, you can, you can do your walk anytime. We're just doing all of the fun events, actually, on Saturday, May 2nd. And what tags do people follow? Sure. So if you want to post a photo of yourself or a video of yourself out enjoying your version of furry scurry or to enter any of those contests, make sure you use hashtag my virtual furry scurry or hashtag furry scurry 2020. And we'll probably share some of your photos along the way. You might end up in our Instagram stories on our tweet on our Twitters as part of a tweet. So um, it should be a lot of fun. And we're just looking, we can't wait to see how everyone is enjoying their version of furry scurry this year it should be a lot of fun thank you to maya brousseau with the dumb friends league to find out more about the dumb friends league and the virtual furry scurry please visit ddfl.org the tags that you can use for the event are hashtag my virtual furry scurry and hashtag furry scurry 2020 
I am really looking forward to seeing all of your pictures of all of your fur kids or fur babies or fur friends or your dogs, your cats, whatever you'd like to call them. Mouthful is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Whether you want to train your employees or teach your customers how to properly use your equipment or product, or you are wanting to market your expertise to the world, online training is fast becoming one of the most sought after forms of training in the business world today. Providing flexibility as well as consistency, e-learning will get your new hires or customers trained faster and with less resources. At CCF Documentation, we provide customized e-learning solutions geared to proactively and efficiently train your employees or customers with measurable training outcomes. To maximize your training effectiveness, contact CCF Documentation at ccfdocumentation.com. Don't forget to listen for me on the Ladies Chit Chat Club show. It's kind of like The View, but with no Karens. Look for it on iHeart and other podcast platforms. I would also like to put another podcast on your radar. It's Beardo's Sink Full of Dishes. This man is one of the most insightful, caring people I know. And now he has a podcast. He's sharing his views and his thoughts of the world with you now. Look for Beardo's Sink Full of Dishes on podcast platforms. If you'd like to be a guest on Mouthful or have any questions, please feel free to reach me at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com and look for me on all other social platforms. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Cheese bags.